Welcome back to the Women on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Sam Saperstein. Today, we have a special guest to answer today's mentor moment. It's Rabia Baig, a member of our campus recruiting team at JPMorgan Chase. Rabia, thank you so much for joining us on the Women on the Move podcast. It's great to speak with you here. I'm excited to be here with you today. So we have several relationships with outside organizations that support girls and young women. And we ask them among their audiences, what kinds of job questions do they have? What's on their minds right now? So here's a question that we got from one of our partners who works with women at the college level. And it's this, how do I get an internship? So can you answer that question maybe for people looking directly for an internship themselves or maybe for people helping others find an internship? Absolutely. You know, when I work with students over the years that I've been involved in the recruiting space and higher education, I always tell students that an internship is an extension of your studies. And so it provides you with great experience to develop and build essential skills that you're trying to grow early on. So you can figure out for yourself if this is something I want to pursue full time. As a student, you might have an opportunity to join a short term experience. That's a couple of weeks. This is when it's a little bit more long term, which could be over a course of a couple of months, even into a year. So all of these experiences add up to what you would then hopefully foreshadow into a long-term career that you want to pursue with what you're studying now. And I typically go about providing at least four really good tips to folks that are either working with young people or are students themselves when it comes to looking and trying to secure an internship. The first thing is to really leverage the resources that you have at your disposal. So if you're currently attending a university you have access to a career center. The career center is going to be your go-to in figuring out your career goals. And so getting your resume reviewed is key. Discussing your career goals. How do you even start that conversation? Career counselors are there to help you with that. Particularly if you're a freshman and a sophomore and you're trying to navigate school, your career might come, you know, maybe as a junior and senior, but these are questions that you should be starting to think about really early. And so the Career Center is really going to help you facilitate those conversations and then ultimately connect you to job boards. So many of you know about the larger job boards like LinkedIn. For example, Handshake is a tool that is used across many universities across the country. And so Handshake and LinkedIn and a myriad of other job boards will have employers post their internships on there, whether it's a two-week job shadow program or it's a 10-week summer internship program. All those opportunities are going to be available to you on these platforms. So get familiar using these platforms, get familiar utilizing your career services and having them introduce you to this at least first line when it comes to securing the internship. I'm going to age myself here. So when I was using my career counseling center, when I was in college, I literally had to go somewhere physically. They gave me a stack of binders. I had to look through the binders at individual job descriptions that they put in. (laughs) And that's how far we've come. The great news is you don't have to leave your own home. You don't have to go anywhere. It's all there digitally. And I love the advice about LinkedIn, other platforms. There's a number of platforms that really cater to women as well. One of them is Fairy God Boss. We've had one of their founders, Romy Newman, on our podcast before. So we know they're out there. And I think it's great for women to take advantage of so many solutions. And starting to get more comfortable utilizing those platforms, because as you mentioned, giving a folder and a binder and your reading descriptions, trying to figure out what works for you. The beauty of having all these platforms is that you yourself can brand it. You can put your resume on there. You can get familiar reading company descriptions. It's not just going to be a posting that you're seeing. You're going to see insight into company culture on these job boards. 
And what if someone's applying to an internship online and they just don't know the status of the application, where things are in the process? How do you suggest they communicate with those companies? So there's a couple of places in that. So one is most uh, companies usually have job boards or application updates that are sometimes generic. And I know that's frustrating for some folks to just see application received and for weeks on end. This is where two ideas come in handy. One is a networking tool. Tell students, anyone looking for a job really in particular, the more folks that you get to know at a particular company or institution, the better you are to finding the answers that you need. Whether it's answers to a culture, whether it's answers to the job, whether it's, hey, can you connect me to someone in human resources so I can ask them about the status of my application? It's all super helpful. For students, most likely than not, you've interacted with some kind of recruiter at either a career fair or an event that has happened or you've attended something. Reaching out and saying, I'm just curious, I'm reaching out, I'd like to get an update on my application, I understand you're reviewing on a rolling basis, is there any other additional information that I can share with you or provide you? And so it's a great way to at least slowly ease into that conversation to get an update, rather than just assuming that you're going to hear something. It does take some time, particularly in large organizations like J.P. Morgan, for example, our summer internships. We have thousands and thousands and thousands of applications that come through, so it does take some time to hear back. But we always encourage students to go ahead and reach out if there's been a change in your application status, for example, and you wanted to share more. We always have forward-facing inboxes that you could leverage. I will also say, too, that for our company, there's a way we get to know people even before they apply for formal internships. There's programs here, for example, one is called Winning Women, where we talk to women at the college level in anticipation of them then applying into our internships. And that gives them exposure to our executives, but it also lets us get to know them and see who's interested. So I would definitely advise people to go online to find that at Careers and Skills. I also think, too, if you don't know someone at a big company, maybe you have another fellow student, a friend of yours in your institution, they might have worked for that company, and maybe you can talk to them about meeting people as well. So look to your peers who might also have that experience with certain companies as other avenues in. Absolutely. Peers and also, so LinkedIn is a really great alumni tool where you can go into your school's page to click see alumni and you can type in companies there. So it might not be considered a cold contact if you can say, hey, I'm a fellow XYZ mascot and I'm interested in starting a career here. Can we connect? So exactly to your point, whether it's colleagues that are former interns, if you're a sophomore, you know, a senior who's interned somewhere, that's a great warm contact, but also being able to find and seek your alumni from all over the country, right? It doesn't mean they stay in the same city your school is in, but you can connect with them and ask them the questions of what it was like to transition. What are some tips that you have? And all of that networking is part of the preparation. And I think that's also key in securing the internship piece is you're preparing your own materials, which is your resume, your responses, but it's also preparation, which includes researching the company and the role. So when you are given that opportunity to interview, you can say, here are all the things that I have done. I have my resume, I have my goals, and I've had conversations with folks about the culture and the insight. And I want to incorporate all that into why I want to work here. That really goes a long way to show people you've done the research by taking the time to speak with others about the company is such a positive sign. And I do want to really encourage people who might be reluctant to ever pick up a phone and call someone, cold call. Your alumni network, no matter your institution, where you're coming from, is designed specifically for that purpose. That's why you belong to whatever group, school, institution. It's to use alumni, call them up. You know, not many people actually do those things, but you'd be very surprised when you 
you make a call and say, you know, I share this background with you, will you talk to me? People generally will take that. That's what they hope to get for themselves. And I think they also want to give back to younger people. So please make the call as uncomfortable as it might feel. As part of the connecting with alumni, I recommend your first and two conversations are going to be overwhelming. It can be intimidating to connect with folks that you don't truly know. Once you get those out of the way, the next five to seven, 10 conversations you have are going to be so much easier because you'll feel more comfortable reaching out and having these conversations. Thank you so much, Rabia. That is great advice. And I think everything that you've told us today with all these tips should put people on great footing to find their next opportunity. So thank you. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's Mentor Moment. I hope you find the advice useful as you continue to advance in your own career. The mission of Women on the Move is to help women in their professional and personal lives. Our goal is to introduce you to people with great ideas, inspiring stories, and a passion to make a difference. JPMorgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC.